dedication, selfishness, pronouncing words wrong, and people are laughing. It was very, very difficult. Like I grew up in complete um, poverty, you'd say. Like I just didn't, it wasn't really in the Western world. I didn't know I was actually decent. I was actually pretty good at it. Tim, don't think too much of it now, but just listen and trust what I'm going to tell you. I'll, like I want to leave this club. Like that's why I'm not happy here. I'm gonna offer you um, <laughs> a contract to Arsenal. The mindset baller, you know, already know. Ball with the pros and generals, and that setting stones like emeralds. Fly emeralds, Etihad or Ellen Road. Still hands on like Becker, boss like Beretta, boss like Arteta, yo. Catch a red if you get involved. Lift the goal with the yellow glow, too professional. Came with that baller mindset, war for the prize, ain't scoring in my net. Coming like Bex for the right check, I move to Spain and ball in the right next. Must be the baller mindset from LC coming live and direct. Subscribe if you ain't subscribed yet. You tuned into the baller's mindset. Yo guys, welcome back to the Baller's Mindset podcast. We're here with Arsenal youngster Tim Yakanola. How are you, bro? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. Thank good, you, man. Good to have good you to here have finally. Good my bro. Um, we always kick it off with one question. What would you say it takes to have a baller's mindset? <sighs> dedication. Mm. Yeah, dedication. And um, it's like selfishness as well sometimes, yeah. 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 In, what, in what aspect? You have to be like, you have to put yourself first before everyone else, yeah. really, yeah. If yeah. you really want to make it to the top, yeah. Wicked. So let's just begin at like, where did your career begin? Oh, this is a long one. This is, um, <laughs> yeah, I've had, a, I've not had your normal story. So like I, um, obviously I grew up in Nigeria. I wasn't, didn't touch a ball, didn't know nothing about football. Like I grew up in complete um, poverty, you would say. Like I just didn't, it wasn't really in the, Western world, you know, and then um, I moved to the co this country when I was uh, nine with my family for like a better life. And uh, yeah, I didn't really play football. It was just um, more just playing. At 10, I started playing with like my school, just like, mm -hmm. or just playing with my friends, you know. And uh, yeah. I think at 11 is when I joined my first Sunday league club. Yeah. And um, I didn't know I was actually decent. I was actually pretty good at it. Like I mm -hmm. picked up. Where was your first position? Um, centre back. Was it? Yeah. 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 But um, I was a bit of an undisciplined centre back. I'll just kind of get the ball and just start running fast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so no, I was um, it was yeah, it was just pretty. I just played for fun. It was just pretty fun. And then, long story short, when I was the age of um, um, seventeen is where it kind of got more serious mm -hmm. a little bit. Like I was at college, but I was playing with my college team. Yeah. And then randomly, like um, this is like your weird stories that I randomly got um scouted by a. Um, Lincoln City from yeah. playing for my college team and uh, after that it's just like the rest just kind of just kept on going like I was signed at Lincoln on um, on a, what you would call a schoolboy scholar yeah. so this is um, I wasn't getting paid but um, the rest of the players were I was like because I was doing a college course as well so like I was a college student just playing football under Lincoln okay. Okay. so like I was even um, one time um, when I was playing with the under 18s like, that's what I was at at the time I was doing really really well like um, they even put me um, to the first team I was with the first team like 24-7 like training and kind of just in the mix with them mm. and then because of the, my situation like it was a bit weird because I was actually a college student like I was saying and um, there was even a time when the first team manager I don't think he knew really what was going on yeah. about like, my situation he wanted me to make my debut yeah. yeah I was meant to make my debut in a cup against Wolves um, so at this time I'm buzzing like he told me a day before like you're going to make your debut against Wolves like for our first team like, I'm, I was so gassed like I'm thinking like there's no way this is actually about to happen like the whole thing is just turned around 
And at this point, I'm not even getting paid for football. I'm just playing it for fun, isn't it? Of course. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, I told my parents and all this, that. And then next day, <laughs> like, and the day to play, to, like, to play the game, like, in the morning, I get, a, like, I get a call and then they explained it all that I couldn't actually play in the game because I'm not part of, like, basically, like, I'm not registered to an actual, like, to actually to play for Lincoln, you know, like, I'm actually yeah, not, yeah, I'm yeah. a college student, yeah, so you're not yeah, yeah. actually, like, legally allowed to play yeah. in that game, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't actually allowed to. So then I was absolutely devastated from then, but then I just kept on kicking on, playing really well with the under, under 18s. And, and did you stay at Lincoln? Yeah, yeah, I stayed. I still stayed at Lincoln at this point. At the, this point, I probably should have got myself an agent, but then I waited a bit, and then I finally got an agent. And then when I realised my actual situation that I'm doing really well here and I'm not getting paid for it, and I can, I didn't know I can literally just walk out of the club. I've had so many clubs interested in me. The secretary ended up opening up because um, her name's I forgot what her name was. It Jenny or something. She ended up opening up and just um, telling me the truth, like I've had, but the club just not said anything that I've had like big Premier League teams, yeah. championship so, teams that like, interested in me, but they just, they never knew my situation. Yeah. They said, um, like, come to us. And then I didn't know, like, I can literally just walk out and then just go to another <laughs> team if I really wanted to. So then once teams started finding out, whole city invited me to come in. Um, and Huddersfield did as well. Like I left Huddersfield. For, I told them not. I said like hold it. I put that on hold. Went to hold. Played a game with them. Played really well. They wanted to sign me. Kind of put that on hold as well. Went to Huddersfield um, to see what it was like the first two days. And then I was like, I want. I want to go to stay in Huddersfield. And then signed the one year deal at Huddersfield. And I was like, uh, eighteen, nineteen. I think eighteen. So that one, one year pro, yeah. Yeah, one year yeah. pro, yeah. And then after a year. Playing, I was literally playing with the um, Tony Freeze at Huddersfield, doing really well. And um, yeah, sometimes I was in and out, wasn't playing too much. And then sometimes I was playing a bit. Towards the end, I wasn't playing that much. And then I think we played Celtic one time mm. and a friendly, played really well. Arsenal scout was watching. Um, my agent at the time tells me like, I've been obviously I've been contacted by Arsenal this that about you but what's the situation and everything and it was like I can't I, Tim don't think too much of it now but just listen and trust what I'm going to tell you I was like what are you going to tell me <laughs> he's like go to Huddersfield because now at this point in Huddersfield it was like a 50-50 am I going to get a new deal or not yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah and then he was like go to Huddersfield I told him you don't want to you don't want a new deal you just want to leave I was like are you crazy he was like trust me do it I went got a meeting had a meeting with the manager and this that I said like I want to leave this club like I just want I'm not happy here I want to leave they're like okay whatever then and then <laughs> cool ended up leaving <laughs> them not knowing you had this contact yeah. from Arsenal they're yeah. thinking this guy what, yeah they had doing? no clue yeah they had they thought I've absolutely I'm miles off it I've lost the plot yeah, <laughs> yeah this was in this was in lockdown so I've left Huddersfield at the point so lockdown actually favoured me they said because after after this I've left Huddersfield at the point um Arsenal um wanted me to come in for a trial and then lockdown kicked so then I was like devastated as well like um, that ended up like scrapping so I couldn't go in for a trial so it was locked, like so obviously we were literally like bumps of not playing football and this that so was you without a club in that period yeah I was in that yeah, yeah that period but that was like nobody was playing football at the time and then yeah. um, my agent just tells me like you know Tim I, could, I think there's actually a possibility that we could I can try and get you a contract without even coming on trial. I was like, 
okay, you do what you have to do. I'm just going to keep working hard and doing this, that. So then they ended up just reviewing the games that I played at Huddersfield yeah. and then they all had like a meeting together. They said they've never done this before. And then ended up saying, yeah, I want to offer you um, um, a contract to Arsenal. And then, yeah, signed uh, two years. And then after two years, got another two years extension. So And this yeah. was... That's crazy. So when you signed, which was 2020? Yeah. So that would have been under Arteta. Yeah, yeah. What's... um. What's it like, like working under? Yeah, at first, the first year when I went there, I was a bit, because I've never seen like big players like this in my like face to face like this, you know, I was a bit starstruck. I was just like, rah, like, it's crazy. Like even the intensity to they trained at, like when I was watching the first team, when I first joined, I was just, um, just to see what it's like watching them in person. I was like, oh my God, I remember seeing Mercer. Ozil do I don't know some the magic he does on the pitch I was just like wow this is crazy like this is the level I actually want to be at and um, yeah then I started um, working towards it and then chairing the first team quite a lot and yeah it was it was like a very good moment you know like um, every single session like you just feel yourself improving because of mm -hmm. how like intense the yeah training sessions are and everything and like it's really really demanding to play under Arteta is like really 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 demanding Every, he's like a perfectionist so like of course everything has to be perfect you know with him like yeah so i bet it was crazy to go from obviously no disrespect to like huddersfield and stuff yeah but going from there to then arsenal the intensity like you say the atmosphere just around the club in general crazy to get your head around. yeah completely different like it was just like even the training ground like everything like it was just like it was literally surreal like the whole thing was just yeah completely different yeah. what's it like training with You've mess at Ozil, you Lacazette, Sabama Yang, them sort of players. Yeah, honestly, I, I think um remember there was a time when um Lacazette made me feel like um mad comfortable. So it was the first few times I was training with them and then I was a bit shy and this, that, and he pulled me to the side. We we're playing like mini games and mm. pulled me to the side like he was like, Stop, like he told me straight, like, if you wanna be a football player, like you can't be shy in a way, like this is what you want to do. Like there's millions of people who wants to be in this position right now. And then you have to show the best of what you can do. It was just like, and then he told me like, come on, like, like I know you're like, you're better than so I've kind of seen you um, train with us and you've been doing well. So just like, come on. And the next start, I started ripping it off. And then I was literally after, after the training session, I remember going over to him and just thanking him. And then mm -hmm. next minute, you know, I just saw it on like, like in the afternoon, um, in the afternoon, then he followed me on Instagram and I was just like, well, like, yeah, or just like, yeah, it was just, um, nah, at that moment when I was, at that time I was 19, I was, yeah, I was pretty young, I was happy about stuff like this, you know, and then, yeah, some of the players are like, yeah, really, really good. Like, even like, Yubukaya Saka is like, around the same age as me and he's just, um, he's a phenomenon, man. Yeah, yeah. Big B. Yeah, honestly. An absolute, he's the GOAT. To be training with these sorts of players day in, day out, it's only going to make you better, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, you hope so. But like, around these sort of people, like you say, their man mentality and stuff, for Lacazette to pull you over, he didn't need to do that. But he's pulled you over and said, look, you're better than what I've seen. So come out your show more and, you know what I mean? You need them leaders, I suppose, in there. Who else was there giving you advice and all that? Yeah, Lacazette is like a real leader for me. And um, Aubameyang as well, because he's really bright. He's really, really bright and um, he speaks a lot. Even one like... Um, you wouldn't even know that like, um, Rob Holden, like you wouldn't even expect it, but he's like honestly, honestly the most down to earth person and the most like nicest person would give you advice. And like most of them are like, to be honest, like you, um, no one there is like a, you would say a big time and just mm. like act up. Like they're all like literally when 
they speak to them like yeah, they're down to earth and like they're just like they want to help out and you know because them like them helping you is like helping themselves yeah, as well yeah. you know what I mean so me as, an Arsenal fan, me as an Arsenal fan I can tell Arteta came in because obviously we was under Emery and we had like you said big characters in and Arteta has come in and he has shipped all the bad eggs sort of out and it's like like you say this is like like Rob's still here and you've got them players that me personally, I would have thought he might have been moved on. But like you just say, with his leadership and what he brings to the team in that sense, that had been why he was still mm. around. Do you know what I mean? I suppose yeah. as fans, we don't really see that, obviously. Like you're going to say, as an Arsenal fan, Rob Holding, get him out. But obviously players like yourself, you're seeing that see around it. the changing room, whatever, you're going to see that. What is the changing room? What is it all like? What is it in the dressing room? Is it like, what's the vibe? It's just that like everyone's like a, you say that like everyone's like a family, in it? Like yeah. everyone's just like, I think Arteta done a good job of like bringing people together, you know? What's like your every, relationship with Arteta like? It's a weird one. Like, um, probably spoke to him more before I went out on loan than now that I've been on loan and stuff like that. Because I haven't really been in the building yeah. too much, you know? Yeah. Unless just now I've been in the building uh, for like a couple of weeks. But before this, I haven't been in the building for like a year because I've been on loan and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he just tends to concentrate on like more of the first team guys and the uh, guys that are literally playing. But um, I'd say he's a she's a top top manager. Like, yeah. yeah, like he told me like aspects I need to. He's very honest, you know. So like he's a very honest manager. Like yeah. he will tell you like what you're good at and he'll tell you like what you need to work on. And then yeah, like he's brutally like brutally like down to the point, you know. What did he say to you? He just said that. Um, I'm very, very good. Like in terms of like tenacious, like on the um, off the ball, like I'm winning the ball back from people, doing this, down, working hard. And then he just wants me to be like, especially because the midfield, I'd say is the most demanding position. He wants me to be more crisp with like my passes and like you see like the way like look how technical Arsenal is. Like yeah. it wants yeah. obviously if you're a midfielder, you need to be like the heart of the team yeah, and yeah, yeah. you need to control the whole thing. You know. Yeah. So who do you try and like base your game around? Mm. Good question. I would say Thomas Partey. That is one of them. And then um, uh, more of like... Uh, everyone Everyone says I'm like Kanze, but yeah, everyone calls me like Kanze. So you box the box holding six? Yeah. I'm, it's a weird one. I'm a, in Austin, I play holding. Yeah. Uh, on loan, I was box to box. And then, yeah, I, which one do I prefer? I don't know. I think it depends on the team, but I like, yeah. I like both of them, yeah. So what's your like... Um, so obviously, your plans for sort of the next season and the season after? Mm, yeah, I just want to, the thing is, I just want to go as high as possible. And then sometimes people think going as high as possible means just like going to the big names. Like obviously now I'm at Arsenal, and obviously a big of a club this is, but sometimes you need to take a sideways step to like try and go back forward in it. So like now it's just about playing games playing and football. like, yeah, I need to go out and like, yeah, so. The, ne the next thing I'll do for my next um, transfer, because I should be, maybe I could be leaving uh, this summer, is that I need to um, go to a team where, like, I'm valued and I'm literally going to be in that starting eleven. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. yeah, so. That's the main thing for a footballer. Like, obviously, I'm not a footballer, but even when you play, you want to be, like, the manager to value you in the team. You don't just want to, nobody wants to be a footballer and sat on the bench. Do you know what I mean? Everybody wants to feel like they're part of something. 100%. So, like, I can see your thing of wanting to go get some minutes and get some football so you can eventually, like you say, take a sideward step to go forward. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you play um, 
Go on, go on. Yeah, that's the main like the main thing. It's just about playing. Like the more you play, regardless of how much you get paid, but you wouldn't be happy when you're not playing. Like I've seen it before. Like you now being in this like system, you're seeing guys on like stupid, stupid amount of money, but they're not playing, so they're just like unhappy. But everyone thinks, well, why is this person unhappy? Like he's got so much money, but the feeling of like just he just almost feels like you're rejected and like you're like kind of just pushed to the side because it's really hard for the guys that are not playing like some it literally makes you feel like you're just being swept to the side and stuff like this and i've forgotten about in a way yeah especially when you know yourself that you have talent yeah and you can like it must be frustrating when you're watching and you think i could do that i could do that do you know what I mean? So it, it, I can imagine it is. Yeah, frustrating. Like, it's a very frustrating. Did you uh, feel valued at like, Chesterfield out on loan? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I felt valued. But like, one of the bad experiences I've been on loan is, like, let's say, Dundee. Like, I went there, played one game, and then next game I didn't play. And then, boom, I get injured. And then I wasn't playing for a little while. And then um, when I was actually about to then get back into the team, got, got injured and tore my... Um, yeah. Um, ligament, four ligaments in my feet, so I had, to have my first um, operation. So yeah, that wasn't that was not the nicest thing. I think that moment of my football, I was pretty pretty depressed. I remember like like that feeling of like when I was at Arsenal at the point I was playing like near enough every game for the 23s. Literally, I couldn't remember a game that I missed out and then mm-hmm. go out on loan. Um, it's to a new, completely new system in Scotland, like a new way of football, like. You're a bit confused. I think the manager didn't really trust me because I'm coming from Arsenal. Like I am used to the keeper passing the yeah, ball to the yeah. CDM. Like everyone's playing out from all positions. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. I'm dropping deep to try and get the ball, but he wanted me to then be higher because to win the second ball because yeah, we're not yeah, playing out from the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So then it's just a bit confusing to me. So then I'm just like a bit yeah so people need to know that like to try and adapt to a new system is not the easiest thing at all and then yeah and then when I was actually started doing really well and then the manager was going to put me back in then I got injured and then yeah I went that was like a really really low point of my um like career at the point and then after that it was like obviously I had to work towards um getting back fit again um went out on loan to Chesterfield did did pretty well there I was playing a bit then I wasn't playing then I was playing and then um, there's a time, at first when I went there, there were like 10 games undefeated. Mm. So it was like, the man, I, like I respect the manager. Yeah, like, even until now, he's, he's like, I'm not just going to walk into the team when the, where the team is on 10 games yeah, undefeated, yeah, yeah. they were top of the league. Like, um, I was like, okay. And then I, when I was actually meant to start playing, I went to international, went to Nigeria, came back. And then they started going on a streak again, winning streak. And then after that, started playing for a while. And then, yeah, I started playing for a bit. And then we got um, got to the player finals in Wembley, which was really, really nice. And then, yeah, lost on penalties. So, yeah, it was a bit... What was it like uh, as obviously coming into a lower league club on loan from obviously a Premier League club? Did you get treated like, like oh, he's from Arsenal? Did you get any of that? Like, yeah, you get the just... jokes. Yeah, so, yeah the, obviously the players always do the jokes and all of this, <laughs> that. But they were on, literally like a nice bunch of guys and um yeah i really really like them like, even now i'm still i still keep in contact with quite a lot of them and then um yeah they'll always ask you questions or oh, was this person like was this like you know and uh but yeah it was just completely different like in terms of like the facilities and like the food and like all of this stuff this is why like people have to adapt to it you know mm-hmm. but with me like obviously because i haven't 
I've wasn't brought up in luxury, so I've not really like all of that is kind of fine with me. I don't, I don't. In terms of like little stuff like I don't know the dressing room yeah. food, you can all, adapt to all of yeah, that. Yeah, I'm fine with that, you know. But then again, like there's some players that have been at Arsenal the whole lives, and when they go out and learn for the first time, they like I'm talking to them, they're literally just stunned. Like it's just completely, it's like a different world to them. Yeah. yeah. So you talk about your childhood, like, and you didn't have the best upbringing. What was like? sort of break it down for us? It's like, um, yeah, my parents weren't the wealthiest. Um, I went I went to school in Nigeria. And um, when I grew up there, we grew up in a little, I grew up in like a little village there. And um, it's like what you see on the TV. Like mm. it was literally kind of like that. I'm literally like walking, let's say, I don't, God knows how long to go to school. And um, yeah, I was like, I think my parents just squeezed all the last bit of money they could find and work to try and move to this country to start a better life. Like yeah. when we moved here, we had literally nothing. We had to live with our auntie for like a year. And um, I think I was sharing a room with my brother and my sister. Like, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit crazy. But um, I remember it was like a bunk bed. My sister was at the top and me and my brother were sharing like a single bed at the bottom. Yeah, it was um, crazy. It's like all the way, we literally all just reflect on it now. And that's why we're always so, like my family, I have to be always grateful, you know, even like the situation I'm in now, like it's just a blessing to be in here. And I kind of thank God that I'm literally in this situation, you know. You literally answered my next question. I was about to say those times now keep you humble and respectful in terms of what you got now. Do you appreciate that? Yeah, exactly. So like you have to, I have to be like this, you know, like I've just, it's like, it's just been um, like, I just got granted it, you know. So like, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, um, yeah, or like, braggy and boastful about it now I'm just like everyone knows me people that actually know me they know I'm still the same person and what I was like years ago like um so I'll always be like that like to me I wouldn't even say it's humble because it's just me like this is just yeah. like it's just yeah. me being myself I'm not I don't I'm not the one to like try and boast and all of this that because I kind of come from nothing you know so I know what it's like obviously being in that situation and um yeah but then it also makes me want to work hard in a uh, football a lot that's why I'm one of my main attributes is that I can literally just run around for like the whole of 90 minutes because engine. yeah, I don't want to be in that position again, you know, like, yeah. Of course. Was, um, obviously, I know you say your mum and dad, they saved everything to get you here, but then, you know, when you was here, how did you get to and from football from the beginning? Um, from the beginning, it was my dad. My dad just done a lot for me. So like, my mum doesn't drive, my dad drives. And at that time, my dad was taking me dropping me off at Lincoln, speeding back to then take my mum off to work. So like, and then pick my mum up in the morning whilst he has work himself. So yeah, we were literally like, I've just, my family is just a bunch of hustlers, like complete hustlers. And then it was really, really like, it was a real struggle sometimes. And um, there was times I had to take a train to Lincoln and stuff like this. And um, yeah, so like transport wise, it, was, it wasn't the, it wasn't the smoothest I would say, but um we sort we managed it like as much as we could you know like sometimes I could be late a bit but because I'm waiting for my dad to drop my mum off to work then to then take me and like like I'm just relying on him you know and then at the point I was feeling really bad and then my parents even said like after this all situation happened like after like now like in the past year or two like my parents told me everything like in terms of they couldn't even afford what they were doing like mm. even my for my accommodation yeah. and stuff they had to like yeah borrow money and uh yeah take a loan out and stuff and then thankfully i ended up um surprising them basically when i the time when i found out i was um 
signing for Arsenal, I just kind of repaid them back and just out of my kindness of my heart, like yeah, paid them course. all the money back and course, you, everything. Yeah, it's you know. So I'm quite a family oriented person because like they've always been there for me. So yeah, hundred you know percent. You got I mean? any, you got you said you got sister and brother. Yeah, I've got an older sister. Uh, she's a nurse, and then I've got a younger brother who's at uni. Does he kickball? Uh, he did before. He was at Leicester before. Um, um, at the time before, I wasn't even around. Uh, he was there like 14, 15 when I was at 16. And I wasn't obviously in the scene. He was more of in the scene than me. He was like really, really good. He was a right back. And then he's had, but the thing is, he's just, he's had so much injuries at such a young age. He, um, I think he'd done something to his knee, which is still like five years on. He's like still recovering from it. Like he's done, yeah, he's gone, done. So I think he, um, he had to have like an operation on his knee and the operation didn't work out right. So there was like a chance that I wasn't going to, work and then obviously we had to still do it and yeah, then it still didn't work so your future in your <clears throat> yeah, yeah so I think it was really liked at Leicester but because of that he couldn't like even now he can't he's been years on and he still can't like move properly because of football like he can't play for he can move like he can walk properly and stuff but he just can't play football like like that That's how we used to yeah. yeah I just want to go back to the Arsenal so in terms of the transition through the, like the age groups and stuff like that is there a clear pathway for players like yourself to the first team do you feel or could they do better for guys like yourself it's difficult. Like, it's no, there's never a clear pathway to anything. Never, ever. It's just um, sometimes the thing is, sometimes it's even past hard work. You can't just say, no, work really hard, be dedicated, and you're gonna get there. No, yeah. it's not guaranteed. It doesn't work out like that. If not, ever, if not, it'll just happen. Like, it just it will just happen. Know. Know? That's what, what I'm mean? saying. Is they're like, do they sit you down, the coach, and say, right, we need this from you, this from you, this from you. Then you can have an opportunity or. Is it just you going day by day and just you, trying to be your best? You just have to try and be your best. And it's always luck. Like, it's luck. there's luck Everyone in it as well. That. So, like, see how many people has made a debut through to, like, someone's been injured. Look how Marcus Rashford came yeah. on the scene because I think Rooney was injured and then yeah. they had to put him on and then he scored two goals in that game. Imagine yeah. if he didn't and score. That was him. That's yeah. him. Just setting out as a pro baller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. First like, team football. That's what I'm saying. Imagine if he didn't score them two goals. Like, it might have. Imagine if he had a poor performance and yeah. you just get one chance. He had a poor performance that game. He could have been now. No, no one might have known about Rashford you know so it's just that just once you get that chance you just it's so bad to say so much pressure to say you have to take it but because of like the way everyone loves football like there's there's pressure is always going to be there so you have to take that one chance you get like, did you ever get the chance or near to the chance i was yeah i was actually pretty close um i was pretty close once i think the fa cup uh were meant to play um we played uh, i don't know if you remember we played nottingham forest yeah yeah, lost. at the time, at the time I was. Um, is that when we lost? Yeah, yeah. yeah that Lose game. all the time to what? Lose all the time to Forest in the cool. I went to that game as well. Yeah, uh, did you? Yeah, I went. To yeah, that so game. like I was. Um, there was actually talks that I could have been playing that game. So I was um, training with the first team loads at that point, and then boom, I get COVID. So, oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, this was just before I went out on loan, and then after that, like um, I had COVID that happened, and then kind of just got swept to the side. Like that's just how that's just how football is, and then I ended up going out on loan. And the loan um, played uh, played like the first game. Manager didn't play me, and then when I meant to play, got injured. So like it's just you know so it's how the thing of locking it. Yeah, yeah. Locking it. So it's like a roller coaster though. Like you're up here saying you might get a start in the FA Cup, and then next minute you're getting loaned out, not getting played. How do you deal mentally with that? Yeah, it's just it's I don't know. It's obviously it's painful. Like <laughs> it's devastating. But then to me, I always say to myself like. There's other people in worse situations. There's people that can't kick a ball. Yeah. So I just, yeah, do you know what I'm saying? So I just have to just, that's what I just, like, it drives me nuts. Like, like, you just catch, you can kick the ball. Yeah, yeah. But like, obviously, all jokes aside, like, obviously, like, I'll be real, it does 
hurt me like a lot. Like I was saying to myself, imagine if I didn't get COVID at the time. Imagine if I didn't get injured when I when I went um um when I went out on loan because that hindered my progress a bit. Like it had a dent to it. But someone's career is never going to be like this. Yeah, like, apart from if you're from Ronaldo or Messi or someone. But <laughs> even there, it probably wasn't like that. So it's always yeah, just going to be up and down, you know. So um yeah, you just have to just kind of take it day by day. Like it's not like you're expecting bad things to happen, but it's like sometimes when a couple things has happened, you sort of get a bit more used to it and it's just like, you just have to just keep pushing. So you just have to keep pushing and just like stay in the game and focus as long as you can, which is really, really hard to be dedicated. Like it's, it is very, very difficult in terms of um, just obviously wanting to be a football player and then people just think, people just see the social media and the lifestyle. That's what they want to be a football player. I always say this, once you're actually a football player, you realise how hard it is to be a football yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like the people around me, now, even though they don't play football at like my actual close circle, they know now like the stuff I go through, like how hard it is like yeah. mentally to actually be there. So yeah. even my sister was just even saying, and she she saves people lives. She's, um, she's a nurse. Like she was saying like, Tim, your job is so much harder than mine. Like in terms <laughs> of I'm coming back and I'm just like, my emotions are here, we're here. Like one training session can just ruin your whole time yeah, and you're just yeah, thinking yeah. like, it could literally just one training session that you played a bad training session. Maybe it's because you're thinking about something else. You have a bad training session, you're not playing on Saturday. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you're not, you got other ballers mindset, innit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll do the quick fire questions, but I just want to ask like, in terms of when you're training and stuff, has there ever been a time where someone's got an opportunity over yourself and you slyly thought like, he don't deserve that? Or is it all like, like say humble and respecting teammates and everyone everyone thinks that you know everyone yeah, there's I always gonna this guy there's gonna be guys I know there's gonna be guys that say he doesn't deserve to play for Arsenal do you know what I mean that there's, there's gonna be guys that are always gonna and there's sometimes I'm thinking when I see someone get the opportunity I'm just like the thing is I'm not a bitter person but I'm no, just no. like I want to be there as well yeah, you know yeah, so like yeah. not saying oh he shouldn't be there I'm saying I want to be there as yeah. well like I'm just saying this person is not better than me at football, you know? Yeah. Well, it's and good. I think that you've got to have a bit of competitive, yeah. like, arrogance a bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, like, full arrogant, but you've got to have that competitive balance. Yeah. Do you so know what, what I mean? Because how do you go into ever improving? Yeah. If you don't think, I want to be better than him. Yeah. Like the Messi Ronaldo. Do you know what I mean? One would have not have been as good if the other weren't there yeah. for the whole time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, you've got to have that. Yeah. At the top, it's crazy. So, like, when I first went into Arsenal for a bit, you realise like, because this is like the highest of the highest level, you realise people are literally in it for themselves. People are selfish. Like they, they think about themselves first. Like when I was at Lincoln and Huddersfield, it's all this and that. It's more like, mm, but here, it's like not their family, but they prioritise themselves first. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's like, a, once you're at the top, it's like selfish. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You know, I, think, yeah. I think when you get to that sort of level, you like, it's more than just like, Obviously, you have to be selfish because you have the media onto you, you have yeah. the clubs onto you, the fans are onto you. Like, everybody, you don't realise, everybody's onto them. So I think in that sort of sense, you've got to be a little bit selfish and think about yourself and your family because at the end of the day, like, the media don't give a... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody else. Yeah. Like, I can sort of see why the players, when they get to that sort of level, do become a little bit, like... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't yeah. know. No, in terms yeah. of the media, like you see it with like loads like, of people. It's like the Delhi Alley thing today. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, Do you know yeah I mean? I've like, seen it. Yeah. Nobody knew what What's he was going, going through, but yeah. everybody assumed. Just assumed. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. assumed he's given up. He's yeah. gone. He's given up. He's given yeah. up. He's come out, and now everybody knows. Okay, well, this is why he was being the way he was, and like you say, he was being selfish and only thinking about himself because 
he was going through certain things. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know. Like you say, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Yeah, it's it's mad. It's like there's even like a instance when I was even there's even like an incidence when I was like I was going through like going through like really going through stuff and then. I even wanted to. Um, I remember I deactivated my Instagram, mm. but then because I had a partnership with a brand deal, like you had to react to like they literally contacted me a day after, like what what's going on, like what's happened, I had to get it back up again, like so it's just like you kind of in the social media thing, you have to kind of fake it. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, that's just how it is. And well, I it's think a lot of it, that, but. a lot of it is fake, though, isn't it? You yeah, know, you go on there, a lot of it is broken down rubbish. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's one of them. Should we get into the quick fire questions? Go on to the quick fire questions, that's fine. One quick thing about Arsenal before we move on, because we might lose it. In terms of like working under 23s and stuff, who was it? Jack Wilshire? He's under 18s. Yeah. Jack Wilshire under 18s. Did you ever work under Jack Wilshire or? Yeah, well, I'm literally quite close to him. Um, yeah, we're literally yeah, quite close to him and he's such a good guy. He's actually he's always giving me, um, giving me tips and then just literally telling me what, obviously, because he plays midfield as well and... Sometimes we join into the training sessions and stuff. But yeah, and I know Jack still got it. He's only oh, 100%. I bet he's running yeah. rings around you. Right? I know Jack has still got it. <laughs> Not you. I know Jack still got it. One hundred percent. Is he someone you can go to like quite openly? To yeah. Have a conversation. Yeah. So like even before I went out and learned, I told him about my situation, and then I was talking to him, and then I said like oh, I don't want to go here. Like this is the time before I went to Chesterfield, I didn't really want to go here, and I was stressing out what's going on. And then he kind of just like reassured me, and then it was just telling me like, listen, like, like gold he told me like gold just always shines so like wherever you go and you do well like you're still gonna shine you know so nice he's, nah, he's a good guy he's a real good guy can you see him going to the top in terms of management or i hope so i hope so yeah yeah play I for him one so. day mm, actually we'll see we'll see <laughs> let's go yeah we're going to the quick five quick fire questions try obviously just straight off the dome yeah first football in memory Quick fire! <laughs> <laughs> it gets everyone. Actually, black. We say quick fire, yeah. It gets <laughs> everyone. Just quite. Okay, quick <laughs> go ahead, say that again. Right, right. First football in memory. Um, when I scored a goal for my school team. Favorite team growing up. Man United. Oh. Dream five aside, of all time. So keeper of all time. All time. You're playing out from the back or you're modern, well, not modern, back in the side, isn't it? Yeah, so. but you still play out from the back unless he's pinging one to Messi or something. So the keeper is one, is one of them, yeah? Yeah. And then just two and two. Keeper, Cassius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, defender, uh, Van Dyke. I was going to say Vidic, but Van Dyke because he's more, he can play out more, I yeah, think. Solid, solid. Um, the yeah. other centre back, Ooh. actually, no, I'll have Van Dyke on his own. I'll have Kante. No, Dembele. You know the Tottenham Dembele? No, Dembele. forget Musa Dembele. <laughs> Actually, Yaya Torre. Yeah, that's Yaya a good Torre. one. That's oh, yeah. Legend. yeah, so legend. Van Dijk, Yaya Torre. And then two, R9 and Messi. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good, that's a good, that's a solid team. That Yaya, that Yaya. It's the force. He's the, bro, yeah. That Yaya is like, that's top, bro. Elite. You, know I mean? That's you gotta top. think if they're getting past Yaya, fair enough. They're not getting past Van Dyke, but yeah. not getting past Yaya anyway. Yeah, so get past long day, long day. What do you are you the Yaya? Are you basing your game around Yaya? Yeah, yeah. I'd have to be, yeah. She needs to grow a bit. One thing you'd change about football. <laughs> uh, 
would it be an outside thing or would it be like a rule or in terms of like VAR, would it be like, obviously... You players need to be checked up on more mentally. Yeah. Good yeah. One. yeah. Very, very good one. good one. That gets overlooked a lot. Yeah. And especially like you say, coming from a big team, maybe not as much. Where them little teams you've been at, like Huddersfield, no offence, Huddersfield, Lincoln, but like you say, more close-knit. Yeah. feel like they were more there for you mentally. Yeah. A lot more help. Actually, no, because the bigger you go, there is, but it's just, it's different. Like it's different because there's more media, there's more, like when I joined Arsenal, there's more like, there's more pressure. Like I just, when I first signed, I've never seen that much media attention I've ever had in my entire life. I'm seeing tweets here and there. Could Some you feel saying, the pressure as soon as yeah, you, as like, soon, as you soon feel as it? I had, never had this many messages. I had probably a thousand messages. Arsenal fans space. are bad for it. Yeah. I used to be one of them. Crazy. I used crazy. to be one of them, I did. I, I must have had probably in his inbox. Honestly, I used to be one on Twitter back in the day, like yeah. messaging, lo me. messaging loads of flipping. That used to be me yeah. back in the day. I seen tweets like people sending me tweets. Like I think my phone, my phone, the one I woke up and it got leaked or signing. Oh my god, I had about one thousand requested messages on Instagram. Those yeah. Did you go through them? Do you actually like? Do you go through them? Everyone goes through. It. I was literally one time I was even sat with David Luiz and he was showing me through his requested. Like he actually said, I asked him. I was like, because he has like twenty something million followers and he's telling me he's literally just reading his requests. How many messages. requests he got then? It's got to be millions. Uh, yeah. Oh, he has. He has so much. <laughs> this is what I mean. Just... I know, bro, that these man like they course they go through it and say oh let me just what well, you know when you're lying in bed you think yeah. oh, what people have messaged they do because yeah, you know I mean? then you'll see something you don't want to see like, yeah that's the problem you. so it's it's just like so even when I was seeing tweets like I wanted because it's the first time I've really seen media stuff about myself I wanted to see the tweets but then I didn't want to see the tweets and then I've seen it some people saying oh my god it looks really good some people saying who the hell is he why are they yeah, signing yeah, it and then yeah, yeah. It, it's mad because 10 good things one bad thing and that could ruin your day outweighs all yeah. of them doesn't it yeah cool. but that's the thing though like Arsenal fans are relentless. Yeah. They are relentless. Do you know what I mean? And when it comes to like, like, I see it on Twitter and the Arsenal fans are relentless. Do you know what I mean? Like something happens. So I could imagine, I could only imagine what your messages were like when you did sign. Yeah. I can imagine they were just... Oh God, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I just had that. I literally got taught. They rang me, Arsenal rang me straight away. said, listen, you're probably going to get a lot of attention and but there's that because it's been leaked. Ignore your phone. Yeah. But I did ignore my phone. Yeah, what is, <laughs> I went through what is uh, what do the clubs say? Like, do you know, like in them sort of things, like, do they give you advice on how to? Yeah, like, they just said that just stay off it. They just say, try and stay off it as much as you can. Like, just try and use it for work purposes. Yeah, and just live your normal life. Like, just just remember, it's just some random person saying something about you. Like, just. But it's hard doing it all the girls and like. Ah, uh, yeah, it's, it is difficult. It's difficult. <laughs> oh, oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It's difficult. Too many options that you don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course. But obviously, the social media comes with the good stuff, like you say, like brand deals and like even fans saying good luck and stuff. Suppose yeah. pushes you on in a different way. You kind of need to like forget about the ones who are saying the bad things. Yeah, yeah. No, you definitely do. There's always people that are going to be positive, and it honestly, it's like you can wake up and even sometimes I'll literally read a message that I've. It's still on my request. I haven't. I haven't replied to it, but I'm reading it again because it makes me feel good. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nice. sometimes I've done the replying thing. When I was new, I started doing the replying thing. Oh, they try and keep in contact yeah, with you. Yeah, they cool. try and keep yeah, in contact. They're not leaving it. They're, they're not leaving it more. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I had to just stop that quickly. I had yeah, to just yeah. stop that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's it? We'll get back to the uh, quick one. Quick <laughs> questions. Uh, best footballer you played against? Could it be training or a game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ozil. Ozil. Yeah. 
techie German baller. Yeah, it's just too easy for him. It was just too easy. Like, it just didn't... I See, think do you know when, like... He was training with his laces out. Like, do you know when you I, watch, like, when I watch... Obviously, I can tell Ozil is levels. He was world-class. But then you watch him, sometimes you think, why don't you run? Yeah, like, why the, are you so lazy, bro? He is, he is lazy. He's <laughs> you know literally I mean? lazy, but it's Why don't you run? <laughs> but like you say, he makes up for it in talent. Do you know what I mean? Massively makes up for it in talent. Uh, what's your proudest moment of your life so far? These so are really quick fights. It doesn't, all, doesn't have to be football or... <laughs> it could be anything, anything. <laughs> um, believe it or not, Thing this because it, it made me happy for so many years, so I just have to just always just gonna have to just be the same thing. Passing my GCSEs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Sick, bro. <laughs> I got one GCSE, <laughs> and I was happy with that. You know, I'm telling you, I what was, was gas. Uh, PE. <laughs> <laughs> I was gas, bro. Honestly, is that because of like coming from Nigeria? You've had to learn a whole yeah, new language. Yeah, completely new thing. And then I wasn't really like much of an educational person. And then. Um, had to we had to even get private tutors before I did my exams and this that yeah. and then I was set to like fill a lot of things and I said I passed a lot of things so I think that I made me for you. a long time that made me like really really like proud of myself. Did you struggle? Yeah. Did you struggle when you moved to England? Like was it hard at first? When yeah, you it was different, completely different. Like just the whole lifestyle, the whole thing. Like you couldn't fit in. I was pronouncing words wrong. People were <laughs> laughing. I went to a school that was not really. What school did you go to? It was in Coville, so like I lived in Coville. I forgot what school it was called, but it wasn't really diverse. I think we we're the yeah. only like African people yeah, in the yeah. whole school, so yeah. there was quite a bit of racial slurs and like racial remarks like thrown at us. And yeah, it was just it was very very difficult. But um, yeah, you just you managed to get through. Yeah, it managed to get through. It, yeah. Yeah, you're a throw baller. <laughs> That's it. Then people like you know what I mean, throwing stones and that. Like you, it's your second language. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're hating and they got, that's their first language. Where are they? The thing is though, the way I look at it, bro, yeah, if you can talk more than one language, oh, yeah. you're better than any Don that can talk one language. <laughs> like, I say this when people try to take the mic off him, 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 but I say, bro, he can speak English, he can speak this, he can speak this. Do you know what I mean? Look at, we can only speak English. Yeah, it's just you know what I mean? Like, rude, they say it? for like every language, for every one language you can speak, you're another person. So if you can speak four languages, you're technically four people because you can go yeah. there and be another person, Different go here and be another person. Yeah. How many languages can you speak? Nah, just two. Just English and Yoruba. But um, yeah, in Arsenal, oh my God, the foreign players, pff, they speak like like 10 languages. Like yeah. some of them, yeah, yeah, some of them yeah, can yeah, speak yeah. like, one of the guys I'm close to can speak, I think six languages this fluently. I, I find like, that's always one thing I have wondered actually. How, obviously they're going to get language tutors and whatever but like how do they pick it up so quick once you can speak another language it's easier to pick up another one so yeah like, because it's the same sort of like yeah italian and um spanish are close similar yeah the like, spanish and portuguese yeah. are similar like you know even french because they're latin languages they're, they're similar yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think if you ever got to move abroad you'd have to well you'd suppose you'd have to learn the language but yeah. you'd be quick at picking it up and that. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, I think I've because I'll be dedicated to learning. I'll want to learn it. Like I'd want to learn a new language. You know, I want to as well. So um, yeah, I'd be able to. I'd yeah, I'd like. I would. I wouldn't shy away from it. Yeah. yeah. You can't even speak English, bro. So let alone the one. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Does anyone? Uh, yeah. Um, who's the manager that had that has had the biggest influence in your career so far? Could be a coach or. Um, one of my Sunday league managers. Yeah. Yeah, he told my dad that I was going to make it and 
and from then you've pushed on. Yeah, then I pushed on. He told my dad he really believes in me because then I had attitude problems and he told my dad he needs to sort his attitude and he's actually going to... What do you mean by attitude problems? I was just getting angry too easily. Like, I used to get annoyed really, really easily and um, I'd be like... Um, yeah, I just get frustrated really easily and uh, I had a bit of a bad attitude because I think when you're younger, you're more immature. And um, yeah, he told my dad once he fixes this up, like he saw, I think he first saw like I was actually going to, like he predicted it all. Like he said, this guy's going to make it if he just sorts himself out. And yeah. to this day, like I still thank this guy for saying this, you know, so shout out to Robbie. Shout out Robbie, <laughs> yo. <laughs> shout out Rob. Um, last question for us. What's the most recognised baller in the phone book? What are you laughing at? Just you, man. <laughs> Most recognised baller in the phone book? William Saliba. Oh, Bellymore. Bellymore. <laughs> Bellymore. Bellymore. I say, yo, Willie. <laughs> um, yeah, here. What's he like? No, he's it's, it's, it's my guy. He's a though. general. Yeah, he's my guy. General. So, like, um, when he first came here, like, I was really close with him because we lived there. Um, close together, you know, and um, yeah, it's like he used to because I wasn't driving at the time, he's picked me up to training and stuff. Like, he's I'm still close with him now, he's like, he's my guy, still, I'm and he's a you, baller. He will go on, give it three years, bro, the best center back in the world. Yeah, he's, he's a baller. I always best, knew he was good from the start, the best center back in the whole world. Always said, I don't even know why I went out on loan, he should have played him. Like, he was so good, he's so good at football. You awesome. know what? I like. Obviously, I'm not around the club. I don't really know. Do you know what I mean? But like when I was watching it, you know, from an outsider's thing and you think, why is he gone on loan? Like, yeah. And I don't want to pull up no names, but then you've got X, Y, Z playing. You think, why is he playing? And you've got Donny out on loan. Do you know what I mean? But then yeah. now when you look at the what the loan has done for him now, he's come back. He's yeah. argu arguably the best centre-back in the Premier League. Yeah. Arguably. Yeah. Arguably. Do you know what I mean? It's up there for a debate. Yeah. And he's only had one season in the Prem. He used to be a striker as well. <coughs> yeah. So he's like, yeah. the way he's on the ball, yeah, smooth he's just on the smooth ball. like yeah. for a centre-back. You're not used to it. Yeah. I mean, he is just smooth. Mm. What's his English like? Is it good as well? Yeah, it's getting better. At yeah. first it was not that good. But <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it's getting better. But it's got this deep voice. It's just weird. But yeah, it was get, it's getting I know he better. gets tings, bro. I know he <laughs> gets tings, bro. I know when he moved London, bro. <laughs> I go get on him. Of What's it like? Do you know, like around around the ground or around the changing rooms and stuff? I suppose like in the canteen, would you sit with like first teamers, or is it like young lads there, like first teamers there, or do you mingle? Would you speak to people? Yeah, we mingle and speak. It depends on who you're close to. You know? The younger ones don't really talk to the first team yeah. guys because they don't really know them too much. Yeah. But I would speak to quite a lot of the younger first team guys. So like, yeah. So Have like, you trained with um, Ethan Wanyeri? Yeah. What's he like? Because obviously we've not seen. Like everyone's always oh, the 16 and he's this. He's, what is he actually like for a 16 year old footballer? How good is he? I think I didn't, before I was even, when I was on loan, I didn't really train, I didn't really know know him or I was thinking, oh, this guy just made his debut. Like, I don't know who this guy is really. Came in, trained with, the, trained with him, trained with us for a bit. When I was training with the first team, like just this year, a few days ago, and uh, he trained. Yeah, he's a baller. He's a He's different, great. And then I just deeped his age. When I deeped, I was like, he's 16. I think they must have, there's a first time pass it done. Me and my guy just turned around and looked at each other. I was just like, and I looked at him, I was like, bro, what a effing pass. Like, I was just like, how are you is just that seeing good, that? Though? Is he like, yeah, is he that yeah. good? From that one action he done, like, from that one pass he done, I'm literally, it literally concluded my mind that like, this guy is going to be, yeah. This like, is Wilshere weird. broke on the scene. Wilshere got man of the match against Barcelona at 18. Is he that good of material, potentially? 
all shit. It's hard. It's hard. hard it is hard to think. The game's it changed. Yeah, the game's no, yeah, changed. Yeah, the game. It's more tactical now. It's difficult to have that player that just rips it up and do, right. does this that. So mm. it's a lot harder now. I think the game is so much more harder. But um, he's for his age is like phenomenal. Like it's probably to me probably one of the best players in England and Europe for his age. For sixteen year old is. Yeah, Pretty it's good. top, top. Yeah. Like you said, as fans, like on the outside, we, for me personally, I'm not an Arsenal fan, so it's a bit more of the outside where I see him come on as a sub in the Premier League or whatever. And it was. everyone's just like, what? The f and then he's gone again. Yeah. So what's the point in that? Do you know what? I think that was more of a like a little stunt thing more than anything, but like to get the. Of course, that was a thing because how are you going to play one Don, bro? Yeah, and he only had a certain time frame you could play him in before, so you can get that thingy, but. Who's to say that it's there and it's set in stone and then give it another season or so he doesn't... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't know, but obviously to be making... To be the youngest player to play in the Premier League, you have to be good at football. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be good at football. So I'm hoping from an Arsenal fan perspective that he, does make that he kicks on two years' time. Hopefully not even two years' time. This season he gets a little sniff. Next season he fully kicks on. Well, if he's 16 I mean, training with first team... You gotta be decent. Yeah, he's a good player. He's a very, very good player. What's your future plans then? Well, now, um, where do you see yourself in the next five years? That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I, I tend to just stay away from that, and it's weird. Like I always have visions. I want to. The thing is, I want to play. Let's be real. I want to play in the Premier League. I want to play to one of the biggest clubs. I want to play in the Champions League. Like um, that's always been like my end goal. But. Um, I kind of stay away from that and try and work towards goals day by day. Yeah. So like, because sometimes when you look at that too much, you forget about this, where you're actually at. A little foundation. And then, yeah, because it's a bit you have to get to before you get there. So you can't skip that bit. Like, it's just not going to work. People always, and people always looking at other guys and, oh, they're here, like, I want to get here. But no, you have to be like, trust the process. And as long as you just keep like, being dedicated and obviously putting the hard work in and yeah, just at the level, whatever level you play at, you're always going to, like, you're always going to go, you know. You're always going to learn. Yeah, anything. push on, yeah. No, definitely, man. Before we wrap it up, I'm just going to say, we had a guest on before, Lewis McGugan. He was an ex-Forest pro, played in the championship for so many years. And we said to him, the next young footballer that sits in this chair, what would you say to them? And he said, enjoy it. Do you feel like you've enjoyed it so far? Or have you got a lot more to give? Yeah, I've got a lot more to give. In terms of the pressures you've had so early in your career, do you feel like you've not in had the chance to enjoy it? Yeah, I've not had too much chance to enjoy it, but um, end of the day, it's work. Who enjoys work? <laughs> really? Well, yeah, there is that. Yeah, I'd enjoy my work. <laughs> I think it was my work, though. Yeah. Still. Once no, but I think for you, I just think like, like you say, football. Everybody, you play for. You, everyone started football for fun. Mm. Nobody started yeah. football and got paid. You all started it for fun, and it was a hobby that you enjoyed doing with your friends. Do you know what I mean? So I think you've got to always remember why you started football yeah. because you're in a certain situation now but go where you're going to play do you know what I mean where you're going to be happy and you can yeah. you know what I'm happy I can look back on my career and I think yeah I played there and I played there but where was I most happy I was most yeah. happy there where I played do you know what I mean you look back and you think I'm happy with my career do you know yeah what I mean? yeah wicked but but yeah I hope, it, hope you uh, work it all out brother whether you're staying at Arsenal whatever your future is obviously we don't know that but I hope for you it's the best choice for yourself like we said enjoy it and, and keep, yeah, us, we'll see you soon. keep us updated. So we'll come down, give you a watch. That's it. Wicked. Yeah. That's it. Um, cool. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> Tune in to another episode of the Ballers Mindset Podcast. Today we had our guest, Timmy, me and Els. Remember to like, subscribe and share. 
You know the thing. That's a wrap. You know the thing. Subscribe if you ain't subscribed yet. You tuned into the bowler's mindset.